Welcome in to the, the uh, I was going to say Friday Husker Tailgate. Sorry, I wasn't ready to start that thing. Welcome to the I-80 Club. It's the I-80 Club. Friday Husker Tailgate. It's a different show I do. Uh, Jack Mitchell uh, and Josh Peterson. This is being recorded on Wednesday night, January 18th, 2023, right after Nebraska ball gets things back going on the winning side of the ledger with a win against Ohio State in Lincoln tonight in a sparsely attended game. Thanks to the snowstorm that wasn't, I guess. Uh, but anyway, yes, we are uh, we are fresh off that game, so we'll hit that a little bit. We will hit uh, some of the other things that are going on this week in Husker basketball, Husker football, uh, other sports, anything else that is on our mind. Uh, and if you want to be a part of the live recording like we have some of our members right now, you can do that at uh, patreon.com slash i80club. $3 gets you access to our podcast immediately after they get out. Five o'clock gets you in the uh, live recording uh, studios and gets you in our Discord as well. So, yeah, we would love to have you be a part of that. And uh, Josh, uh, very exciting, very exciting to be uh, joining. I was going to be, I was going to be in a lot worse mood if they if they lost this, like I totally thought they were going to, but nonetheless pulled out a good weird win tonight. Yeah, <clears throat> I think weird is maybe the best way to describe it with some of the strangeness that happened at the end we had some horrific foul calls of course uh all throughout bad calls they they continue to be a thing in the big 10 conference who knew the one on uh casey at the very end (laughs) was just like what the hell is going on right now um and then of course ohio state gets an incredible incredible look for the three and and i don't know what you were thinking but i was thinking Oh I'm god! Sure this thing's about in. to go to about I was, to go to overtime. I was just glad they were only down by three and not two, so it was at least gonna not go to two. Overtime. That dude, that that second he free made that throw. Sec- Wilcher made that second oh, free throw. So big, oh. absolutely huge. Yes. So yeah, what what a win! What a win for uh, for Nebraska in in what continues to again be the season with the team that game to game I have no read on. Yep, you know, pretty much every. Every time I'm like, ah, here they go. They're about to win another game. Josh, they fall on their face. I, Today I thought that Ohio State would win in cover, and then Nebraska wins. I am I have never been so wrong with the, with this program <laughs> with every game, as I am this year. With like every game, uh, every game, every game I, I say is going to go one way. It literally goes the opposite way. So just fade me. I so think I haven't. What we need to do like I haven't totally delved into watching the Big Ten this year. Like when Nebraska really becomes a contender for the postseason, I'll watch more Big Ten games. I had no idea how bad Ohio State was though. Had I known that, I might have felt different. That team was wow. They're a not good team, Josh. Yeah, what's uh, that? Their fifth straight loss now. Fifth yeah, straight loss, sixth straight loss. And their yeah. resume is not good either. There's there's not too many impressive wins on it either. I mean, they've got losses to Duke and North Carolina and some really good teams, but there's just there's not much on that resume at all. This they could be in some danger, I think, of of making the tournament. So. Um, yeah, which is which is kind of a big drop off after where they've been the last few years. But nonetheless, nonetheless, Nebraska was the underdog. Nebraska gets what was the line on this game? Do you know? Uh, six and a half. Ohio State six and a half. Six, wow. Five okay. and a half. Five and a half. Okay, somewhere in there. I didn't know. I didn't know what it is. I was watching and I was like, was Ohio State even favored in this? Uh, but with Nebraska being down the yep two- six and a half is what okay. the line was. Yeah. Okay. The weirdest thing about this whole thing is there's like. Seven minutes in the game, and you've got Denim Dawson, Jamarcus Lawrence, Dude. and Oleg Conchis in. Three guys who are getting a combined five minutes a game, six minutes a game. I guess I guess Denim and, and Lawrence have been getting a little bit more recently, but like those are three guys that were not contributing at the beginning of the year at all. How about the up and unders? How well, about those Denim, up and unders? He's done that. You know, those, those, he's I done think that it's going to end up on Sports Center, man. That first one was sick. 
Yeah, he uh, he he did that earlier this year too. He's really good at those, like getting him upright before he lands and putting that little extra spin on the ball. Those are very high level of difficulty shots there. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And Derek Walker. I mean, how about that, Josh? Uh, the the whole idea you're saving Derek Walker like longer than you need to for f- all the way down to like four minutes, right? And then he plows into a dude immediately. Yeah, and gets an offensive foul and like threw his arm at him so much that it like flung in the air. Which they were so consistent that they were calling that an offensive foul tonight. But I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, why? They waited. They were careful with you, and all you do is you immediately run into that guy and throw your elbow up at him. Uh, it was, yeah, seriously, it was. How about and how about two? You know, just one of the uh, worst first halves combined for both teams. It was just so like bad. I, I saw national people like people that I don't even think watch college basketball that were tweeting about like, "Hey, look at this score!" And it's just like, "Good lord!" And the second half, I mean, it was fun that both teams yeah. making shots, and you know, obviously it goes down to the wire. We saw some offense, but that first half, man, that thing was like pulling teeth. Both teams, but especially Ohio State, had some of the worst possessions I've ever. And I'm I'm a Nebraska basketball fan, so I've seen a lot of bad possessions. So you've seen some bad possessions. But Ohio State had some bad possessions in that first half. Just it was it was like I said, that does not that does not look like a good team to me. No, uh, does no, Ohio it does State. Not. It um, not. And 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 I was a little late getting on here because I did what is my very new favorite tradition after a Nebraska ball win, and that is just scrolling Twitter underneath the opposing team's tweet of the score. And looking at the Nebraska fans, uh, all the new memes that they've got, which are just hilarious. Oh, so that was why you said give me ten minutes because you're scrolling through Twitter. Well, I was I was doing a couple of other things, but that was Classic. that was among the things I didn't want to miss. I was I, there were a few reasons, but while I was while I was doing that, I was make, keeping an eye on Twitter and seeing what kind of new Wilh- Wilhelm gifts that we had, seeing what kind of new Casey Tominaga gifts that we had. Um, and it was entertaining as always. I always recommend you find if Nebraska wins, find the other team's tweet of the score, and then just scroll down and laugh at everything that this weird posse of Nebraska meme makers puts under each one of those. They get weirder and weirder every week, and they're great. They're fantastic. If I, I need to do this. If Dallas has a, another uh, win on Sunday, I might have to just go and find random 49ers accounts and just scroll through them and smile. So That'd be let's see if that's that good. Happen. I don't know. It's, it's it's really good. It's really entertaining. So anyway, uh, just Nebraska basketball now. So they get that win, and uh, so I just want to pull up here the schedule just to take a uh, take a look at what they've got coming up here next because I don't know it off the top of my head. I probably I probably Tina says I enjoy your. You just got bangaranged. That was hilarious. That I was retweet. Good. I retweet my one. favorite ones after the games too. So like the new and my favorite ones, I'll retweet in case in case you don't have time. Like there's one where it's it just says fear him and it's got like a slow camera going up and down. Kase Tominaga like roster pictures. It's really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all on there. I retweeted all of those. Um, yeah. So so Nebraska now uh, three and five in the conference. That's the third conference win. Okay. So I don't know what did they have conference? Did they have three conference wins last year? I'm trying to even. Well, remember. I saw a tweet that what they've already surpassed last year's total win total. Well, they so. got their tenth win here. I'm pulling up last yeah. year's number on this thing, but that uh, they were ten and twenty two, and they were four and sixteen in the conference. So they need one more win in the conference. So they're one away they, already from they, from yeah, tying that to equal what they did in the conference last year. And uh, yeah, you got so. 
we talked about this. I can't remember if I talked this about on your show or one of the podcasts, probably on your show. But I said, look, I think you can lose maybe – this was before the Illinois game. I said, to keep the crazy postseason dream alive, you can probably lose one home game. Okay? And they lost it immediately. So Yeah, yeah. It literally happened in the next one. They lost it immediately, but at least they held serve this time. The rest of their home schedule, though, is a little – most of it's a little more doable. Northwestern at home, Penn State at home, Wisconsin at home, Minnesota at home, Maryland at home, and Michigan State at home. So – it's again uh, obviously uphill battle to get all of those but they, you know it looks looks a whole lot better tonight and they go to Penn State on Saturday maybe maybe that's a spot here um I mean they, really they Jack I think what we're talking about is that every you know they, they need to live up I guess to our expectations of what they can be when they're performing well and they just need to be a, Which a more be consistent on, on Saturday team. would be a great time yeah, to do that yeah. right yeah because I, I think what you said a couple minutes ago I think really hits at it where you know there was a point not long ago where we said, hey, uh, if they're going to do something special, they probably have to go. And I think at the time it was eight games left at home, right? So yeah, I think you're right. Seven and one at home. Yeah. Well, they lose, <laughs> like you said, they lose the next one. So yeah. finding finding the wins now um, in this stretch. I mean, we, we felt that that they could have done that not that long ago. Why can't they do it now? You know, it's it's crazy. At the, near the end of the broadcast, Kugler mentioned something about. Uh, oh, Wilcher. You know, he hasn't made a free throw since the uh, Minnesota the Minnesota game, game or yeah. maybe it was he hasn't even attempted a free throw. And I was like, geez, that's already a week and a half ago. It's almost two weeks ago. It'll be two mm-hmm. weeks ago the next time Nebraska plays. So, yeah. um, things are just, I mean, the season's just well, flying right on by. And for those who didn't know, they uh, Wilcher didn't get started tonight, he was out of the starting lineup for the first time this year. So, the, and and then Gary was obviously out of the starting lineup too. So, they started both Casey Tominaga and they started Denim Dawson. Um, so they both got that got starts tonight. So I thought that was Josh kind says, of interesting. Time to put the fire Fred talk to rest. Yeah, well, I I think so, right? Um, yeah. I, I I started to wonder if things you know if things were once Gary got hurt, and then I didn't know if Greasel was going to be healthy, and then I thought, oh goodness, could you? I mean, could you really be looking at another four win conference slate? And if that was on the table, it felt like you know four or five win slate wasn't going to feel much better than last year. Four would have been the same. Um, but yeah, it feels like like just seeing them play the way they did tonight without Gary. And again, I think Ohio state's at the bottom of the co- bottom half of the conference easily. Um, but it did, it, it made you feel like there's still wins left. I, I mean, at very bare minimum, Josh, I think there's still wins enough wins left that it's going to feel like a, significant significant improvement like I don't know how much do you think I'd be curious what you think like what is there is there a space between making the postseason and where they were like the last three years that that doesn't achieve maybe wouldn't achieve even get into the NIT but would still feel like a market like no-brainer to to keep going with where he is even if they don't make yeah. the postseason yeah I guess so what what's like a record just on the cusp of that so you know. just under 500, like, you know. Yeah, I'd say that, right? I think, you know, winning, losing, winning, losing, winning, losing. Like, I think that that would be – like, here, I mean, th- this is me maybe being a little cynical, but there's a there's a large part of me that just totally says Trev Alberts doesn't want to fire him to begin with. And so he is operating from the standpoint of you would really have to have a horrible year for me to to do that given the, the amount of money that it would cost the athletic department in totality after firing Scott Frost mm-hmm. too. So I guess I I have viewed it from that perspective recently, and I had a conversation with somebody 
um, I don't know if I want to say this person's plugged in, but I, I would say certainly is with the football program and, and maybe the athletic department as a whole. And and we were just both theorizing, would Trev even do that? Because like, you know, again, the monetary thing and how much does, does he really care about the, the basketball program? And again, right. that's very cynical. And I'm sure he's never going to be like, yeah, I don't care. But I don't know. I just, I feel like he's operating from the standpoint of we don't want to fire him. So, you know, something bad, something really bad would have to happen for us to fire him. So, I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm with Scurgill I think you're right. I think Trev is looking for any reason to not Agreed. fire Hoiberg. So and improvement, if there is, if there's, if there's unquestioned improvement, that would be the, the perfect pretext to do that then, I would think. Yeah. I tend to think you're right. But I was just curious what the, you, you know, because some people are going to say, okay, you know. Okay, fans, don't get over the top. You still went. You still had a losing record this year. For instance, you're still not in the postseason. That's a poor excuse for you know having a, a good season. Um, yeah. So I didn't know if there were some people who felt that way, but nonetheless, do you know? I didn't know this. Ohio State. I just looked it up because I was curious. Ohio State was 24 in the NET rankings in the net rankings. What? Yeah, wow. they were 20. It's a quad I, one, quad one win. That's a quad one win for for. For at least another day. Yeah, you got to stay in the top for, for a few top, more hours. You got to stop in the top thirty, right? Yeah, you got to be in the top thirty for a home. Oh, run. I thought it was top twenty-five. It's top thirty. I think it's top for the home thirty. Run. I think it's fifty. Thirty. I know it's weird because the other are, are fifty and seventy-five. Yeah, that's why I thought it was twenty-five. But I believe 50, it's 30, 30, 50, and seventy-five. So interesting. They, okay, they'll probably drop, but maybe not. Because and, and that's the thing. Iowa's at thirty-three right now. So weirdly enough. If they bumped up a little bit, and they ended up not playing tonight because they got their game canceled, but if they bumped up, that could be a second quad one win Nebraska has right now. So, I mm-hmm. mean, that's 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 crazy. Uh, Scrozo 4 says, this team has looked different than any of Hoiberg's teams. Haven't seen them complete give completely give up, i.e. Michigan yes, last year. That, 100%. You know, that's another feather in the cap of uh, of wanting to keep him around for another season. Yep. I, I, can t- I even felt that way against I, – I, I, got busted a little bit after Purdue because I said look I I kind of felt encouraged after that Purdue game just because of the way that they played and Derek Walker looked like himself again um but yeah I felt I felt that way in that game too so uh yeah that would get Nebraska a second that would get Nebraska a second quad one win um and if Iowa got up there they would have three that's crazy wow, they, wow. they could have three like I'm going up and looking for teams with three quad one wins here uh, Houston, number one in the nation, has three. Qu- now, of course, they're three and one, and not three and eight. But Nebraska's, yeah. but Tennessee has three up there. UCLA's three and two in quad one. Gonzaga's three and three wow. in Nebraska, quad one. Amongst the best programs in the country, like they're, it wins in the quad one. Kansas is the best with six. But wow. there's a lot of teams that are way up here who only have who have two or one. Uh, Auburn has one. Their way, their way up there. North Carolina has one. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, exciting. So uh, Nebraska goes. They got Penn State on Saturday uh, at, on the road at Penn State. They've been pretty good. God, this I hate year watching too. games at Penn State. They're the worst. I, I hate too. that stupid arena. I hate. I hate the lighting in the arena. I hate Minnesota I hate and Illinois too. Though. Basketball. I hate watching games at Minnesota and Illinois too. There's a lot of bad venues to watch games, even on TV at. 
in the yeah, Big oh yeah. Ten. Oh yeah. They're... I've never I've never felt that way about Minnesota. Interesting. I definitely do about Illinois, and I definitely do about Penn State. I, I've never. I don't know. I always think Minnesota looks fairly normal. I mean, I know the the raised court is weird, yeah. but otherwise they I used to have pretty normal. I think they fixed it this year. It looked like they got like the wrong swatch of colors when they installed the wood a couple of years ago. Mm. It was just a bizarre like whitish sort of color, but. God, I hate those Saturday one fifteen games. I hate yeah, those. they suck. But get some night uh, games on Saturdays. Jeez. Jacob says, let me tell you, being on that trip to Penn State for basketball is almost as bad as watching games there on TV. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't imagine. I've been to, to – They to, look so uh, empty, to, those games. And, I've been to State College two times. Both of it were for football games. And that place, it's hell getting into. It's that's what I hear. How, like, how bad really is it? Tell, I've heard the stories, but what, well, what does gotta, it take to so, get in there? Yeah, I mean, you can fly into State College if you're, like, a billionaire. Um, so that that's pretty much a no-go. So most people fly into Harrisburg, and that's an hour and a half. So, and then, I mean, it's like a two-lane highway, you know, so one lane, you know, going one way, one lane going the other. It's The views are gorgeous. If you fly, if you're driving in during the day, it's really cool winding in, you know, through the valley. But, yeah, just it's a two-lane highway, um, it's, so it's it's awful getting out as well. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a college town, but the, you know, it's worse, it's way worse than like getting into Lincoln. At least when you fly into Omaha and drive to Lincoln, you got three, you know, three lanes on the interstate both ways, six lanes total. It but ain't, it ain't like that. When you're there though. So, college. but like, how about like the foot? Okay. So all of the getting there aside, how's the, what did you think of the football atmosphere there? The stadium, that sort of thing. Inside the stadium, I think looks cool. Outside, it looks like an erector set. It, it It's crazy. The press box was so... I mean, it's just old, man. Like, you know, you go to a house, and it's like, wow, this house was built, and you can you can pick out the decade immediately because uh-huh. of how it looks. Like, oh, yeah. this is from the 70s. I mean, it just... That's what the press box felt like. It looked like the 70s. It almost smelled like the 70s. Like, the carpet looked oh like it hadn't changed. The wood looks like it hadn't changed. You know, it was it was a, it was ugly. Like on the outside and in the press box, they had this one rickety elevator that took you up. Um, but I, I mean, the atmosphere I think is really cool. And I didn't even go there for good games. I'd love to go there for an actual important football game. I was there for a couple of nooners that you know didn't really matter in the grand scheme so, of things. So whether you've been working or otherwise, how many of the pack or excuse me, the Big Ten stadiums have you been to? Uh, the you said counting working or not working? either either working or just you were there. I've been to 11 of the 14 Big Ten stadiums. You're kidding. Oh, my gosh. You are a well-traveled man. Yeah, the only ones I have not been to are Maryland, Rutgers, and Michigan State. So, because I I worked for the BTN. I worked with uh, Googler in 2012 and 2013. Doesn't feel like you're missing much from those three three stadiums. Yeah. Like, those are the three. Maybe Maryland might be cool. I don't know. Uh, But Rutgers and Michigan State would be some of the last two that I'd want to go to. Um, and, and which did you think, what, what did you think, which of the stadiums did you think was the coolest? Um, I, man, like I am a huge mark for the big house and I'm a huge mark for, uh, the horseshoe. I, I, I love stadiums like that. I mean, the big house is, it has like, it's, um, I don't know, like detractors, I guess is how I would describe it just because it's not a very loud stadium, but I think it's really cool and very historically cool. The horseshoe though. I mean, the horseshoe is a bigger memorial stadium. You know, like the what do they call that? The tundra or whatever that's on like the East Stadium, the old East Stadium. The what, what's that thing called? Kind of like a like an arc with all the the cool like. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. I don't. Yeah, know. and so they have that, called, but it's bigger. Yeah, yeah, and so that's really cool. Um, I'm trying to think like a, of the modern or, or the more modern ones. 
I mean, Iowa City, you know, Iowa Stadium is, I think, is pretty solid, you know, all things considered. But yeah, Michigan, Ohio State, easily, I think, were the best. Michigan, it feels like Michigan, when I see games on TV there, it feels like there must be so many bad seats in that stadium. Just like way far back, but not that high. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's fine. I, I, I went to, so I worked, I, I went there to work, I think, once or twice. I went, though, to Nebraska's first game in the league. Back in 2011, oh, and we we were killed, yeah, right? oh, yeah horrible game. Yeah. We were really high up, um, and and we could see everything pretty well. So you know, I, I don't know. I thought it was solid. We were in row like eighty something. I still haven't been to any of them. That's wow, great. really? I been Never to been one, to any Big Ten stadium. I haven't been to one Big Ten away game uh, yet at oh, all. Wow. I know that's, it's sad, isn't it? I feel crazy. like I should I should get it. It, it would help if the Iowa one game wasn't always on on black friday i mean i want it to be on black friday but that just mm. makes it a little bit harder to get to otherwise i, I bet i would have gone to that there there mm. so, oh i take that back i told i take that back i've been to minnesota like two or three times i'm in great idiot. stadium i Complete love minnesota idiot. stadium yeah. um that stadium rules it's like the perfect size i think for um, modern college football yeah it's a good it's a good stadium i agree it's a good stadium their game day atmosphere is annoying though like it's just, it feels it feels this is me being super snobby, but they do like the Ric Flair woo after every good play, and then yeah, they have it's like very the new, cartoon it's very new gophers, money. and it just feels I don't know. It feels it's a little. It feels low, low quality to me, and I like to be really condescending. Uh, when yeah, I do that if sort Nebraska of did it, you would love it. But it was nice when we went there. La- we went there the last time they played there. Uh, weather was re- weather was pretty nice. We were worried it was going to be just terrible cold, but the weather was pretty nice. And like we were up in the upper deck in the Nebraska section, and they had like a beer stand right up there at the top. Like uh, hell yeah, you could just walk right up there, uh, past ten rows, and there wasn't a line, and you could just get get beers there. So that was kind of cool. It was weird. That was uh, I think that was the first place I had been that they were selling alcohol in the stadium. Actually, so yeah, I've been to Minnesota oh, a few times. Interesting. That's uh, somebody said, let me see. Josh said, I've heard jump around is pretty overrated. So I've been to one Wisconsin game there, and it was a horrible Tennessee Tech type opponent. I thought jump around was really sweet. Um, I would love to be there for a big time game. I thought I thought it was really cool. Now, that was the first time I'd ever seen it in person. And the press box, like the announcer's booth was shaking. And so that I thought was really, really cool. Um, and uh, but that uh, overall, that stadium kind of sucks. I thought it's just old and rickety. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which one? Let's see. Uh, any that we didn't talk. Purdue. I don't know. Any thoughts on Purdue? Press box is great. The Wi-Fi in Purdue is awesome. So big fan of that. Good. And their spread That's was good. good. The food was Illinois. Good. Uh, good Wi-Fi. Otherwise, stadium kind of sucked. Good Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's the stuff I cared about, man, yeah, when I was up I in the suppose. booth. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, some news coming down. Jawan Gary out for the year. Oh, God. For God, what yeah, the freaking sorry. I guess you weren't reading the chat. I saw, oh, I'm apologizing. Geez. Yeah, sorry about that. I was in a good mood. Yeah, I'm sorry. You want to keep talking about Big Ten stadiums? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Met with awesome. a specialist today and we'll be out for the season. Yeah. Crap. It'll be a five to six week recovery and he should be ready for the start of next season. So he has to have surgery. Frickin' A. Yeah. Oh, all right. The whole time I was imagining him coming back in like, I don't know what, he just said a while. 
But I was just thinking that meant a month or something, and he would be back for the end. So that really sucks. Uh, crap. Fred got a technical tonight. Yeah, I, dude, I, he I was didn't pissed. know if I'd ever see that. Didn't know if I'd he ever was see that. fired up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I feel horrible. I just I'm grounded bummed. this this pod to a halt. No, I, I'm. I'm oh, crap. Uh. All right. What else? What else do we have? What else do we have? Yeah. Gary's list is junior, so he could be back next season. Oh yeah, that's one other thing that I thought was kind of interesting. Um. Before we move on to to something else, is looking at the, just like, if Fred does come back, like, is there any, like, is there any hope that next year with the roster being what it will be? Is there any chance that you keep the momentum going? Because, I mean, you do lose Derek Walker. You do lose Sam Griesel. Um, maybe your your top two players. Um, and you also will lose, what, Bandamel as well. He's a senior. You lose those three guys and nobody else. So, I don't know. I don't know what – Gary could come back if he wanted to, so he'd be back for next year. You'd still have Kase. Um, don't really – I mean, the big guy you got to – you know, unless you get somebody new, it's going to be Wilhelm or Blaze Kata. CJ Wilcher will be back. Dawson, um, Lawrence, who we've seen a little bit. So I don't know if that feels like a. I don't feel like taking Walker off. It feels like it'll be a big dent into it if they don't replace it. Um, so we'll see. Maybe he gets another. Yeah, I, dude, I'm always. I'm all. I don't know, man. I'm. I'm always so like hard pressed to figure out like what this the roster is going to look like year to year. Um, just, just like the portal and the availability of leaving and this, especially the turnover. And so like, I, I don't know. I'm just like hard pressed to even be like, yeah, if this guy and this guy returns just cause I don't know, you know, and I know that's such a cop out thing to say, but it's just, it's hard to imagine them running it back. Like with the number of players that we expect to come back, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. All right. What else, uh, what else is going on in sports this week? What else well, is, uh, so Matt asks, did you guys already talk about bets and IGC coming back? Did we discuss that on Saturday? Did we know yeah. about both of those guys at that point in time? Uh, I'd get so confused. Cause I know well, you we... and I did on the grum earlier this week. That's right. I get very confused. What we talked about yes. on, on, which yeah, we, we did four hours about... of radio. Well, together we can Monday. talk about it. We can talk about it. Yeah. I don't How, know. That what, we... Okay. So let me, I think me we hit bets. Maybe we hit bets, but not IGC. Cause that came later. I think. Okay. So what what's your expectation with these guys returning is cuz I asked a couple we asked a couple of questions of Sipple today and he was definitely higher on on Xavier Betts. Me too. And like I, I guess I understand that because Xavier Betts his athleticism is something, you know, to behold at times. But on the other hand, like I don't know, I thought Garcia Castaneda was like he didn't do more good things than Xavier has in his career, but I mean he scored a touchdown on the very first drive that he's ever played at Nebraska. Yeah, but it was that a really was, nice catch. He didn't. You didn't see much after that game, though. No, I know, but how it's many not, games I mean, were what, there? Xavier even? Betts has three good plays in his whole career. Uh, you know, it's not like it's were, a long. We should look at their actual numbers. I'd be curious. Here's here's what I know, Josh. Okay. I, I it, watching Betts in those first uh, first years that he played, I. I very much thought, okay, this is a guy who is, as he gets older, as he gets more, becomes more of a focus in this offense, is I'm I'm very excited for what he is going to turn into, and like I still felt, and you're right, you know, I think his highlights were were maybe spread out more, and he didn't have consistency in between that enough, but still, that's how I always, I mean, that's how I felt about him at the end of his last year, right? I was very excited, I was really bummed when he left. Uh, when he just because I thought that I thought that was a major hit, so I kind of just pick up those feelings where I left them, 
and he's uh, he's listed right. He's a junior. Is he a junior coming in? Yeah, they year? said. I, let me look at his Huskers.com page. We talked about it a little bit on our show today. He uh, he they they're they're describing last year as a redshirt year, which is very funny to me. Let me go <laughs> well, to his, his Huskers.com. But page. Well, the COVID like, year didn't count, year. so he's played. The COVID yeah, year. he will be. Let's see. He was yes. a freshman in 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 twenty twenty one. He redshirted, quote unquote. So he will be a sophomore. A sophomore. I guess. Jeez. He still oh has gosh. three years left in He's going to be a sophomore in 2023. So yeah, 2024, 2025. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Aaron says, Are you concerned about him being in shape? I am. I, I like, I'm, I'm not just going to be someone who's like, Yeah, he's a super great athlete. He'll be totally fine. L- look, I, I mean, I'm sure he'll get back there, but I, I don't think that it's going to be as easy as just, you know, rolling out of bed I and mean, being, you know, 100%. The, the season isn't for eight months. I mean, he, I know, he I can just, get in okay. shape. I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to, like, over or underestimate how easy it is to be, in like, exactly in Eight months in that program, you can get in shape. He'll be fine. Yeah, maybe. Hey, how how many catches would you guess he has in his two years? That's a good question. So, one of I'm looking was at the, the numbers right one now. One of them was the shortened COVID year, right? That was his first year, and then yeah. in 2021. So he had eight games in. Okay. Now the, the team played eight games in 2020, 12 games in 2021. So we're looking at 20 games. He played. Boy, he did probably not a ton. I want to say maybe 20? 32. Okay. 30. That's I have actually a shot more than I was expecting. He's even better than I tw- thought. Yeah. He had 20 catches his last season, he had 12 catches his first season. He also had three rushes in 2021, including that 83 yard touchdown against Northwestern. Okay. So two career touchdowns, one receiving in 2020 and one rushing in 2021. Okay. Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, how many catches would you guess he had? How many games did he end up playing? uh, He played in two. He only played in two? Well, I don't know. He left after Oklahoma. He might have played in the middle too, but this is going to give something away. He didn't have any catches in the the Uh, games. Okay, so what he probably had four or five, I don't know, eight? Five. Five. Five catches. He had four against Northwestern yeah, for got 120 no, yards, and then Josh, one catch. For I got no, no idea what the, who that guy is. I have no idea. Like I, I wouldn't. I'm not saying. He, uh, I just haven't seen enough of him to have even formed an opinion on him. Yeah. In in that short of a time, I've got no way of. Uh, it, it may be. May, maybe it'll be. But but bets. I'm with Sipple, which I don't say that often. I'm with Sipple. Um, nice. Bet bets to me is the is the much bigger deal out of those two. But on the other hand, I'm not going to minimize it because. Frankly, that room, as we we talked about, that room is pretty thin, uh, in terms of guys who have any experience at all, and and they both do. They both have. Uh, I mean, Garcia Castaneda has, has, came from New Mexico State, right? He's got he's got. I mean, yes. he's got game experience at least, uh, which yes. you don't have a ton, you really don't have a ton of on the roster right now. Jacob asked the whole situation with these two guys more of an indictment on Frost personal man personnel management or how MJ managed receivers. Great question. Ooh. I don't know the I, I I want to be fair, I guess, to everybody. I don't know. I, I think maybe I would lean a little bit more towards Frost just because like I I don't know. I feel like it's always kind of easy to blame him for a lot of the program's ills. And so why not do it one more time? It certainly seems like from everything that I have heard and has been written that uh you save your bets and and uh, Mickey Joseph maybe didn't really get along and the coaching style didn't really work um, in, in the way that perhaps it, it did or would have for other players. Yeah. So at least it, that's, that's what I gather from reading the tea leaves from what I read. Yeah. That, and I don't know what all was going. It, it seems like there was more going on with him too. 
Um, I don't know exactly who that was. And then Garcia Castaneda, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened with him exactly. Was he mad? I mean, I think he was mad of underuse, but it was such a small sample of underuse at that point. Who even, I mean, he probably would have been used a lot more had the season gone on. And now yeah. he just sat there this whole year and he didn't play. It's just so yeah, bizarre. Wish, and then he came back. Right? I, 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 w- I wish that I had, like, notes. I Because uh, like, I remember talking to somebody during the season about, like, why why did he leave? And I didn't, like, write it down because I just didn't really care. Um, but it was something where they, I think he wanted something and they were like no and then he said fine i'm leaving i think i don't remember exactly what it was but it was something where where one side wanted the other to do something the other side said absolutely not and then he uh you know what he actually might have been toying around with the portal like early like he was soliciting tra- i don't remember i don't i don't want, i guess i don't want to speak without without I'm, getting, I'm, I'm <laughs> i don't like, want to say anything that i'm wrong on are you surprised are you, are you surprised rule and his staff Stunned. were interested in him Stunned. I'm stunned. I'm stunned by Jack. I can't believe both of these these guys are coming back. But the Garcia Castaneda one, I think, is even crazier. They must really believe that, he, like, he can do something, right? Because why would you waste a scholarship on this player? Or you're really worried about the position, or or, or, you're or maybe really you're not. Who knows? We talked about this on your show Monday. I mean, it may even be. Or uh, who we were talking about, Mitch. We were talking to Mitch Sherman. He was like, "Well, I don't even know for sure that they're getting a scholarship." Now I bet they are. But he said that's not necessarily guaranteed that they are in coming back either. But yeah, I mean, you go, you you you, you kind of look at that room uh, right now, and we did. I think we did this um, on your show. Uh, but the, at at wide receiver, I mean, you you bring Washington back, okay? So you got Washington. You bring Alante Brown back. Um, you know, that's pretty much where your experience, like actual, got. And then you got Fleeks, who's the transfer, who's got experience at Baylor. Um, and then you got the transfer from Virginia is the other one. So those are those are the guys that you got with like wide receiver. And Alante Brown doesn't have a ton, even though he's a junior at this point. You got Tommy Hill, who's still fresh off position switching, <laughs> didn't ever factor in a whole lot into no. things. No, that guy didn't do a whole lot of anything. And then that's it. Like that's really it, unless you want to talk about you. You've got guys on the roster. You got guys on the roster, but not ones that look like they're going to be big contributors here. And then you get to the freshmen. And I don't think any of those guys are going to be ready because the freshmen at wide receiver are particularly sort of raw at that position. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, you got I, the track I, guy from Texas, yeah, right? You got, got the him. track guy and the track guy from Nebraska, too. Well, two track guys from yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And I don't know. It'd be great if Malachi were able to step in and play, but I don't I, I don't know. I, I, a little bit of a hard time seeing it happen, but we'll see. So Garcia Castaneda is a junior also, by the way. Jesus. Since he, I, since dude, I, I know we do this every every time we talk about COVID year. I cannot wait to get past this crap. It is. It's it's brutal. You got these guys like Tristan Jebby, the fact that he's still in How college and going to Ohio State. He had like, been what the here. Hell? I was talking about with my dad during the game, and he's like, so wait, what year is he in? And it's like, <laughs> what class? He was, he was a part of the Riley class? And it's like, yeah, that guy yeah. signed with Mike Riley. Like, he was he was here battling Adrian Martinez after he had already been here a year. Yeah, yeah, like, in his redshirt freshman year. Right. It's nuts. Right. Adrian's done now, and it? he's still there, and he was there a year before. It's- yeah, and you want to talk about, like, I don't know, like I don't think he's going to do anything at Ohio State. So this dude, this dude is going to, to college. He's going to Ohio State. He's going to get a, another free year of school. 
Yeah. And he's going to, you know, back up a potential national championship winning quarterback. Like, I mean, there's worse ways to end your Absolutely. college career. I just can't believe he's still in college. I can't blame him whatsoever for doing that. Get another year of year of school put off. I, w- I have John Baylor on my show on, on Tuesdays, and we talk some about volleyball. We just talk about all kinds of stuff. And, and he always he always says we ha- kind of joke about it when we're talking about whether or not volleyball players or inner athletes are coming back. And he's always like, the cubicle is overrated. You don't want to go into the workforce. Get another year of college. Free education. That's my imitation of him. And that's what and I was thinking. he's not wrong. Of. That's what I was thinking of when I'm thinking of Jebbia, right? Like, I don't even think yeah. he'll be the set. I assume he'll be like third string, right? On that roster, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, just just knowing how Ohio State's roster is usually built, that'd be my guess. And he doesn't need to, you know, prep for the NFL or anything. And who knows? Maybe he wants to be. Maybe he wants to get into coaching or something. So that might make some sense. To have yeah, that that's a, yeah. This would be a great great place to to continue that if he wants God, to do that was so. So bizarre. Now that yeah. would be the story. Big Ten championship next year. Tristan Jebbia back against his old team. Who finally wins? Old. Old rivalries die hard when the oh. ties were cut between Jebbia and Nebraska. It's the all Ohio either players, side has we're been doing this for Tristan. It's all either side has been talking about for four years. It's all Husker yeah, fans we've can been think waiting. about is Tristan Jebbia's abrupt leaving before the semester started at Oregon State. Gino Jalapeno says Stetson Bennett called Jebbia old. Yeah, right. So, have you seen this this guy yeah. for Ohio State? This guy's old as hell. This guy, you heard about this? And now, guy? a lot of people making Tommy Boy jokes, which I'm definitely going to appreciate. You know, a, lot a lot of people, of people go, to, go college to college for seven years. years. I know they're called yeah, they're doctors. called doctors. Six four three niner. Did I catch a niner in there? Calling from Milwaukee, talkie. No, it's cordless. <laughs> oh, you know uh, the other thing that that happened. Somebody uh, pointed this out a few minutes ago. Since the last time we did a podcast, another piece of news broke. Now, this piece of news broke like five seconds after we turned it off. Of course, and after we got done praising the offensive line, uh, Walter Rouse he he leaves. So yeah. we ran yeah, down the whole offensive problem. line. We we're going about how exciting this new Dude, offensive line was. We're like, this was. is great. They could win seven games now. He gets out. Gets out of. The, yep, exactly. Didn't. Yeah. Gets right leaves. out of there immediately. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah. A lot of people. That's a, I mean, it's a legit bummer, man. I think it that really that would is. have been, you know, a, bit, a big, you know, help for the offensive line. That yeah. thing sucks. It does, but you know, couldn't compete with whatever Oklahoma was, Oklahoma was doing there. That was weird, though. Like he committed and just like immediately committed the next place. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make you wonder what's e- exactly what's even going on with that whole thing. And and the other thing about that, you know, I know it's tempting to paint this dude as a whatever is shallow or or easily influenced by whatever it was that Oklahoma, whether it was NIL money um, or something else that he saw down there. But, like, that guy is, like, a legit, smart, mature dude. Um, he's uh, got, what, what was it, like, biomedical engineering he majored in at Stanford? He was, like, a re- Yeah, he's not some idiot. Yeah, right. He's not, he's not like some 17-year-old that's just seeing the glitz and glamour and the dollar signs and those sorts of things. So, yeah. Yeah, Quinn but, says, does Nebraska's NIL operation stink or what? That's interesting. What I mean, think like, that, look, you know, Schaefer and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Um, the new one, 1890, is, is I mean, it's the bones, the same bones of ABM. And so however you feel or felt about ABM, positively or negatively, like you should have a lot of those similar feelings with, uh, with eighteen ninety, I look. I, I I don't know. I'm not blaming this so much on that. Um, I I think, and and not to continue to toot Shafe's horn, but 
you know, when we had him on on Sportsman Iconic today, uh, he talked about like, look, how how often do we struggle with like, what am I doing for dinner tonight? Um, and that's just something inconsequential that we're gonna eat. Like this is, you know, college, and I mean, the weird. I think the weird part isn't that he committed and and then decommitted, or even that he committed and decommitted in such a short amount of time. The weird part for me is like he made the rounds, he did the car wash, he talked to a lot of local reporters. And he was using the word we, and and he really seemed excited about the future of Nebraska football. And that's the part, I guess, that I am surprised by. It's like, wow, you, you said all that, those things, and now you're done? Like, right. that's odd. Right. Yeah, just yeah. very strange. Very strange. No, but that is it, – it's really disappointing, and now I wonder what they do. Do, do. do they try and keep – you know, assuming nobody else emerges, and who knows, they could try and get somebody else. I think they're still bringing some potential transfers in. But, you know, do you – you try and that I I was excited because you weren't going to have Corcoran or Ben Hart at a tackle position and maybe gave gave uh, one of them a chance to play guard but I think you may be forced to keep uh, at probably Corcoran I'm going to guess at tackle still after this is all over so um, that's a bummer that's a bummer because I really I really Josh liked that the that five that we set out five to six. That's starting five to six in the positions that they were in. It felt like it was just it would have been really hard to imagine that it had come together like that in in December, but they had pulled it off, it looked like at least for a couple of days. And he was a huge linchpin uh of Rouse was a huge linchpin of that whole thing to work. You needed that tackle was the key position in that whole thing. Yeah. Uh Matt says, I wish they would just pay the players directly and then the money can flow yeah, through I the do university. Too. It's look, it's gonna happen. I don't know when, but it I I am like I would bet my, my entire life on it happening at some point within this, I don't know, the next decade. Yeah, like, this just feels like such a weird involvement of a third party right now. Yep. Um, it's just it's the, odd. The, it's strange. It's, it's it you know, like the, the 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 I don't know how much you've been following the stuff with the Florida quarterback or the I've seen the headlines. I don't know a lot a lot more, but I've seen the headlines. Yeah, that's that shit is like really weird, man. And uh, and and it, it's like people are gonna get sued over this. And I feel like I feel for the kid because it really seems like from everything I have read, it seems like it's his dad. And I mean that's pretty shitty um, to to have all of this happening. And and I feel for Billy Napier as well. Like it's been a, it's been really wild. And so like I I am also um, I'm ready to get kind of past this. Where we're in a more, uh, where it's just a, a you know more regulated, and I think I just think it'll be better. I think it'll be better when they can pay the players directly. And I then, think it'll be better for all parties. And then it's just, it feels gross because like their eighteen ninety is advertising a ton. Uh, Jacob just said there's there's billboards right now uh, in Omaha for them. Oh wow, they're, I haven't seen any of these. Josh, they're running radio spots during my show on my show. The, really, the eighteen ninety with Davison voicing them. Yeah, wow. And they're just, and it's like a pitch. What it is, is it's like a pitch to donors, essentially. Oh, to like, hey, donate money and help yeah, us I out. I mean, he makes it sound not like that, but that's what it is, essentially. You want to be, you know, able to support, like, and that is, I oh, like, again, I'm not trying to be an old fuddy-duddy uh, or, or too prudish about any of this, but I like, I just, I don't know. I just, I hate this setup that this is the way that this actually all goes down. For, I'm glad that the the athlete athletes are being, but it just it's it feels so gross going through these third party collectives um, that that rely on donation money and and 
I would love, like, wouldn't you love to see the contracts that these players I mean, sign? See, part, I mean, I guess, yeah, just just to, to know it. Like, I have seen, now I haven't seen contracts. I've seen some stuff with um, what the what some of the Creighton basketball players are getting, um, like, like, like a document, like a picture of a document. And, yeah. I mean, it's definitely intriguing knowing, like, oh, wow, you know, this the, the player makes, you know, $50,000 or whatever it is, you know. With, I would with love to and, see and, what the quid pro quo actually is. Um, well, I mean, we've talked about this before. You know what it is. It's not any – it's playing football or playing basketball. The quid pro quo is do your sport, <laughs> you know. It's not It's not yeah, anything but they've like – I, I don't even know if that's a – there's got to be some legal consideration. You've got to – I don't know. Uh, the, to, to actually have it be an enforceable contract, I wonder about that. Um, well, and that's the part I think that's really, you know, um, I think going to be pretty crazy about all of this is someone at some point someone is going to get sued, you know. Yeah. Like, and it, it might it might start with this this quarterback situation for the guy down in Florida. Yeah. What what does what does the athlete owe? What does the athlete have to do to keep the deal alive? I mean, I would mm-hmm. love to see that. Like, what are the meetings? What are the, what are these places like? What are the discussions like? How does that work? How do they figure out the number? All yeah. of those things. How yeah. do they? Is it is it just is it the number bidding against you know school to school to school? Yeah. How, what what role does the athletic department play in it exactly? Right. Yeah. Who's the liaison? What are the conversations like? Like that is also still, like we It's not that we don't know this is happening, but like the details, the intricacies of how that actually happens, I have no idea. Um, I'd be really, I'd be really fascinated if there's some, I'm sure this will happen at some point, but kind of a documentary or something that really takes you behind the scenes of that process of what the arrangement is, what the conversations are, um, what the expectations are of these athletes. Um, it's weird. It is just, it, it's so weird. Josh says we need an I 80 club NIL collective and, uh, I formation says the NIL tier. Yes. I guess we got to add another tier, Jack. We add another, add another one, an NIL tier, but you can, uh, you can direct all your, uh, the part of your fees to a player that you would like to see here at Nebraska. And we'll just let them know that they're getting, Perfect. they're getting $15 of your Patreon. There you go. One. We love it. That would be good. <laughs> we Jacob, tr- I can see the tweet now. Welcome Sam Greasel to the I 80 club. <laughs> and, um, we tried, we tried last year on, on my station, on my show, um, we tried to work with a well. I'll, I'll, it was JoJo Doman. We tried to work with JoJo Doman to make a deal with him to get exclusive content for him for our show. And his mom basically negotiated for him, and yeah. they, it was it was annoying. It was so. Yeah. An, it was, was it because so, the the price was annoying or um, just the back the, and forth they was basically, annoying? Yeah. They, well, first of all, I basically they ended up saying I don't know. They must not have liked our offer, but they said he just wouldn't have time to do the things we were asking of him, which we were basically wanting to go to him um, and do the interviews. And then he showed up on a on a different services uh, programming uh, oh, very shortly thereafter. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Is his dad an agent? Well, that might that might help with the whole thing. <laughs> but it was just – it was like – we were like, oh, cool, this is going to be great. We're going to be able to, you know, find some players and maybe use this to our advantage and – um, get him, you know, get him on the air in a way that we wouldn't have been able to. And our our big shot was was with him, and it was went really poorly, and it never happened. So yeah, you know, I, I 
yeah, we John and I, I don't even think we we haven't tried. I don't know if any of the other shows on the station have, but I know we haven't even I haven't even thought to try. So that's interesting. I wonder if any other you know, like I know that there's one station that has a lot of these players. I wonder how many other stations have tried to do something too. Yeah, and I wonder what they're paying them to to, mm-hmm. to get the ones that, that who was, do that do was it. yeah that was gonna be my question is, is I what mean, type of money are they getting they, for? Do they have any like really? They have big basketball names. Um, but did they have any like big football names that would have had a big uh, price there, tag with them? Who who were there? Yeah, there, there were. Oh there yeah, were, they had uh, were, uh, the offensive linemen. Uh, yeah, I guess. Bank, think back to last year. Newley, I think. Yeah, there was the there was the basketball players that said some stuff about Fred Wright, and that kind of got some run. And then there was, I thought there was a couple of football players that were on the station uh, in, in Lincoln, the other station in Lincoln, this football season, and they were talking i think about getting booed i don't remember who those players were though I can't, yeah i don't i but i remember that being a thing where they were getting booed yeah i haven't been listening to that uh, josh says lately. what if we got the most random walk-on practice squad guy for the id club give him like a hundred dollars a month we in the season about just to show too. up on the monday night pod uh we talked That'd about that hilarious. our our country station has looked at doing that too with a with a, really? like, a with like a walk-on guy from a small town who loves country music yeah. Oh hell yeah! That'd yeah, be a they fun. Worked I mean, on, that's, a, that's a good bit idea. They, yeah, they worked on that too. Well, they had they got um, uh, Cam Jurgens to do some stuff at the very beginning of the whole thing. So interesting. And he was a very, he's a very country guy, so uh, he fit on the country by the way, station. Quinn points out Brewington and Wright; those were the guys that were on the pot oh, or the, the radio show okay. that were talking about being booed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we've also no offense, athletes. Either current or former, but we I think we found out that two athletes, either current or former, don't do a great job of carrying a radio show. My opinion only. Horrible interviews. My opinion only. And and me and me and me too. So but you know what? I mean, look, here's the thing. It's obvious that there is interest in it because these pods like wouldn't continue to exist. Um to to whatever degree they are, I don't know, but I mean they have sponsors backing them. People really seem to be interested in it. I maybe if I was younger, I would be. You know, like if I'm like younger than these players, or if I'm the same age as these players, maybe I would be more interested. But for the most part, like when Adrian would speak, like after he left Nebraska, um, I it, I would always find out about it through like the aggregators. You know, like hey, there's an article, and Adrian said this and that. Like, and I found that stuff interesting. But also, Adrian is like. He's very well spoken. I think he's good right. at that type of stuff. He's a quarterback, though. Quarterbacks are usually yes. like that, you know. But for the most part, well, like I'm with Josh, I have no interest in listening to college kids talk on a podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah, no offense. Look, just like they probably aren't interested in me, and that's totally fine. I just I couldn't care less. I don't I don't need to hear their 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 thoughts on everything, you know. Because yeah, uh, I know they're twenty. I know it, it sounds whatever. It sounds very. Uh, self-serving i i know but i'm i'm with all of you guys on that too um, yeah but like but yeah you're right like there's little bits of information right there there's little there's those interesting moments that come out and that happened with adrian's podcast right with the with the broken oh, jaw yeah. thing dude so, i mean the stuff about the broken jaw like that was a huge deal obviously and yeah you know yeah, there yeah. was there was he there was actual information from him i don't let's put a fund well, maybe we need a, a fund for the i80 club for next year Bring them on uh, the Monday night show every week, or a, yeah, you think they do it for a hundred a month? Can we get a? Can what, we get a? Uh, do we uh, maybe we do know. make a pay, we make a uh, nil collective tier An nil tier nil tier where we are where we're just gonna charge you know the the normal five or ten, but we put the rest of it into our nil pool, and then we all you know maybe our board of directors suggests some players 
oh, that might be ones that would be willing to be a part of the I-80 club and come in exclusively. That'd be good. That'd be good. I, I, I will say, and, and I don't want to say the name on, on here, so I'll tell you off the air, Jack, but I, I do have, I might have an in with a current lineman. So okay. I might. I don't know. I don't know if this person will be a good interview, but I might have an in with one. Huh. I wonder if it's the same one that his dad follows me on Twitter and is like kind of a surprising fan of following oh, me on Twitter. I don't know. That's a I don't know. I'll have to find out. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. All right, you, Travis, you, you think players are bad at radio? You should listen to that lawyer from Lincoln who decided to do radio. <laughs> Hell, how about that? How about that millennial that's on the afternoons on 1620? That guy sucks. Yeah, he does suck. Gatula. Yeah. We, maybe. Well, listen, I should be able to. Uh, uh, I should be able to get Malachi right. I actually know him and I know his family. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's, absolutely. And he's really good at talking. He is like, really God, good. the podcast you did with him was great. He's he's very good. Yeah. He's going to have a lot. He's going to have a lot of offers his way. I'm just going to be. Oh, yeah. He's not oh. going to remember me when he gets into college. So? You his think so? think he'll family, talk to Johnny still when his, he's a famous college football player? I, that's a good question. I don't know. They'll be classmates at, at the university. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. He might. I'll ask Johnny what he thinks about that. Maybe Johnny could get him in there for There him. you go. There you go. All right. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Uh b- Twitter, uh, man, how much have you followed? Speaking of him, how much have you followed this uh, this con- the Cornhusker Juan saga on Twitter at all? Uh, very little. The only the only stuff that I've seen is just the various discourse that has happened on our Discord server. Otherwise, uh, okay. I I think that guy has me blocked, um, or I blocked him. I don't know. I let me let me even see. But yeah, I yeah, no no, thank you. That guy. Sucks. Yeah, it's I I don't know. I don't know what the deal. I. I just I don't quite know what the motivation is for him to get really involved. Um, Aaron, you aren't missing out. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, I, I, I think that I'm pretty solid staying away. I don't from follow it. him either. I didn't know who he was until there was a couple of tweets during the coaching search, um, and it seems like like there's this whole subculture of Twitter that I'm not really involved in or I don't know of Husker Twitter where it's like high profile non public figure accounts that are that we were talking about this on the on the text chat a little bit. And yeah, I've. I a, have you guys, a, a you guys have talked about with, a few of them on the people. text chat, and I didn't even know about like the Abby one. I don't know who that is. Um, there's there, there's a few other ones as well. So like everybody seems to to know these. So anyway, Josh wants us to get Roman Mangini. Uh, okay. Okay, we we could we can ask. Good head of hair on Mister uh, Mangini. We could ask. Is he related to? Oh no, that was not Mangini. I was thinking of PJ Mangieri, who was the long snapper for a while, but that's a different guy. Mm. All right. Oh, that Abby person is one of your classmates, huh? I had, yeah, I was, I was going to respond to Travis. I had no idea until there's a, and I don't know if he's in here tonight. I don't think he is. Oh no, yeah, Dustin is. So Dustin and I, we graduated the literal same year, 2007. Travis is a little older than me. Um, I had no idea. Because this, uh, this, I think she is like a year older than I am. I think she was class of 06. I was class of 07. And so I was like, wait a second. I went to high school with her. I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And yeah, I've had, I've had a few run-ins with her. Uh, she blocked me. I, I literally haven't conversed Sad. with her in years. She blocked me. Um, because I, I referred to her, her and her crew as the donkeys one time because people kept changing their name to donkeys and, and then they all did and they thought they got me. And it's it, I so I just ignore all yeah, of them. It's, it's the confusing. weird. I I don't understand it. I'm very confused. It's very confusing. All right. 
hey, uh, you got Ravi in here. I was I was sound asleep, but you got Ravi in the champagne room on Monday night. Congratulations. It was it was a great time. I showed up. I popped open a beer. My voice was a little shot. Um, I I was so happy. Uh, it was nice. It was, that was the first edition of the champagne room, right? So it was nice to do that. Sadly, the technology of the recording, we were still having our struggles, so never was able to release the podcast. But now we got that stuff figured out. I fixed out. it. Um, I fixed it. And we should be we should be good to go. That's good. That's good. Is is Ravi going to come join? Did Ravi have a good time? Is he going to come on here? Oh more? yeah, Ravi had more a great content time. on here. We need some more content. Uh-huh. On this well, side. I I do know this. The person that uh, in and we haven't announced who it is. It's not Ravi, but there will be someone who will be joining me on on Sunday. We're going to do a little NFL recap from Saturday and a little NFL preview for the Sunday games. What time are you going to so do we'll, that on Sunday? I think noon, noon or one somewhere because oh the game started at two. I wonder what time so. the Nebraska ball guys are going on Sunday. Yeah, we I guess get, we should probably figure that. We could have too. a little. We have a big action Sunday on here in the club. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we got we got some more content coming people's way. I don't know if Ravi and I will do anything that night, uh, given that it's our two teams that are playing um, against each other. But yeah, it was it was great having him on. He, I was happy that he finally figured out the Discord stuff, and uh, I'll actually be seeing him on Friday night. So I'll I'll talk to him and see if we can get him on again soon. Good, very good. Yeah. All right, maybe we'll yeah. uh, we'll hear more of him. We, I need we could add some more podcasts to the lineup. I'd be great with that. Mm-hmm. I'd be great mm-hmm. with that if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Um. And, and any other now that you've had the victory sink in on Monday, uh, with the Cowboys. I mean, it was a beatdown. I mean, there's not much to say. Everything pretty much went as as well as you could have hoped for it, except the onside kick for the most part. Yeah, that and the missed extra points. Obviously, um, when we when we started today, <laughs> project. Uh, no, they brought in somebody for the practice squad. I don't know who, but they brought in someone for the practice squad. Uh, I think they're going to kind of let, let, uh, Sunday unfold as it does. And you know, if they're in a position where they need a new kicker because they won, I mean, I guess that I'll take that position that they'd be in, but it would mean more stress. Um, yeah, it was great. I had, it was funny. Actually, you know, we have the NFL game pass or whatever, cause wrist works during, you know, Eagles games. Uh, and so she, we got that so she could rewatch Eagles games the next day or whatever. So I just threw it on the Cowboys Bucks game while we started. And so I was watching that and it, it was weird because, you know, we, we ran through it last week. I've never really had a chance to see a whole lot of Cowboy playoff wins. Now I'm up to five wins in my life. So that's pretty fun that they've won five, but this was so different than basically all of them because lately, especially since the 2014 playoffs, they have gotten off to slow starts on offense. And sometimes the slow start on offense has also coincided with the defense being bad. Like last year they trailed the 49ers 20 to 7 at one point in time. They trailed the Packers 21 to 3 after the 2016 regular season. I think they were down 20 to 7 against the Lions in the 2014 playoffs. This time they did not. They were up, they were dominating. The defense looked great. Micah Parsons looked fast again. The Cowboys offense looked good and they looked like trash for a month essentially outside of the Eagles game. Uh, it was, it was weird. You know, like I was, it was so funny, man. My heart rate is like close to a hundred beats per minute and my resting heart rate's pretty low. And I told my dad and he was like, oh yeah, mine's in my, in the fifties. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like I'm just so stressed. And he's like totally chill about the whole game. And meanwhile, they're up 24 to nothing. And I'm still miserable because I'm worried that Tom Brady is going to do something dumb. I'm also really excited the way that the schedule went, uh, the two best games by far on Sunday. Uh, with the Bengals, Bills, and Cowboys 49er. Those are the two I'm most excited to watch. Maybe the other ones will end up being good, but um, Jaguars, Chiefs, and Giants, Eagles, I could see both of them being fairly lopsided. 
Um, and, and the matchups, those two matchups are just a lot more interesting. So I'm excited. Are you happy with uh, Sunday night? Is that good? Is that yeah. Good oh, yeah. I mean, there honestly, there was no real spot else that they could put it in just because the 49ers played on Saturday. That's right. Um, and, you know, Dallas played on Monday. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it should. I'm. I'm again, I'm kind of happy that it's like the last game, you know, so then I can enjoy everything else. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's going to be nice just to get to that game and, and watch it. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll be getting very stressed as the uh, week goes on. <laughs> Miguel Indurain used to have a resting heart rate of 28 beats per minute. Nice. What? Pe- nice piece of trivia there from I formation. Wow. Uh, and then, uh, Matt says, are there way too many recording issues for a Patreon based podcast? Well, it's not, it's not Patreon. It's discord. That that is yeah, the it's, issue. It's yeah, that has we, nothing to I, I do think, with Patreon. It's 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 no. I think he's saying Discord. for a podcast that people pay for is, oh. or, or do we have way too many issues? I think he's shitting on us. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, there might be, but people we should do- we should <laughs> Matt we should have it. I think we fixed it. I think we fixed a lot of the issues. So, but we've it, only had. A I couple mean, for those missed. for those who I mean, if if you if you want to know, there are very few ways that you can record simultaneously a. A, a mic input and your computer output at the same time, which is what we have to do. To that do was this. the issue with Mondays. Cause for the record, I, I was hopping on just thinking it was going to be me. Um, and then Ravi showed up and Ravi wanted to talk and I was like, yes. absolutely. So you so, only had one channel. That, uh, recorded. Yes. And, yeah. So yes. all my, st- I mean, I have my stuff recorded. I guess I could post it. It'd be very weird. And when we've but... had problems, that's always what it's been is one side recorded but not the yes, other because you got to record off your yeah. sound card and from your mic. And the best, the best ways to do that are um, buying expensive software, or I use OBS to do it. Um, and so when I'm there, I can do that. We've also been trying to test out this thing that you'll see sometimes in here. Uh, well, it's in this one called Craig, uh, and that's yeah. a bot that records too. So so yeah, we should we should I think we're pretty good now to go moving forward. So that's we nice. just have we have some user error too. So yes, yeah. hello Craig. Yeah. Craig is the yeah. bear that records these things as a backup. But yeah. I got the primary here uh, on on OBS. If you were curious about technically how we were doing this, yeah. but you probably weren't. Very little chance that you were, in fact. Matt says only in jest, like I would rib a buddy. All yeah. right, cool. That's well, we're, cool. We're, we're good to go now, so we apologize. I mean, I we're, I just know we, we are pretty pissed when it doesn't record, too, so uh, we should be good to go. But blame Ravi. Ravi showed up randomly and surprisingly, and that ruined it. There so should be a Ravi's way fault. easier. You would think there'd be a way easier way to do this. It's so I'm stupid. honestly shocked that there isn't a way yeah, easier Yeah, I know. Way. It's 2023, man. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, yeah. let's get this stuff figured out. I, I totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. So, yeah. but my. But yeah, blame Ravi. It's Ravi. If, if I'm here, we're set. If I am here, we are pretty much set. And we can get you set up with OBS too, Josh. That's probably that's true. I guess I could just download. I, but again, that that one was weird because I didn't know Ravi was showing up. Otherwise, the one on Sunday, I will probably have OBS, um, but I will definitely use Craig. So we'll uh, we'll be good to go because that podcast will you know that'll be. I mean, it'll be pretty time sensitive because we'll preview the Sunday games. But either way, we'll yes. uh, absolutely release it uh, on Saturday. I think I am going to be doing our show live from Iowa. Speaking of oh the different holiday holiday situations. gatherings. Uh, not holiday. My uh, my nephew uh, is um, both of my nephews have a bunch of sports games that weekend. Uh, and my one of my my old my the older nephew in that family they live in Waukee, Iowa, and he's playing hockey and he's playing hockey for the first year and he's having a lot of success playing hockey. And so we really kind of wanted to go up and and see him. And we're really close to my brother and sister in law who live up there. So 
Uh, we like hanging out with them. So yes, we're going going up there to watch some hockey and some basketball and and some NFL, I guess. So yeah, but awesome. I will uh, I will plan on doing it live from there. So might sound a tiny bit different. We'll have to sort of figure out a recording situation. Dude, but... I think Ravi was on his phone when he joined me on Sunday. So How did it or sound? on Monday, it sounded great. Really? Sounded well, yeah, maybe great. I'll try yeah, that it sounded then. perfect. Maybe yeah, I'll try yeah. that. It sounded I'll, awesome. I'll bring headphones or something. Yeah, I'll do it with that. Perfect. All right, there you go. Uh, I don't have anything else unless you do or any of the no. chatters do. No, no. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back on Saturday. Uh, if you are listening to this on the free feed, because this will be one of the free feed ones, and you're like, wow, this is really fun. I would love to be able to hang out on Discord and listen to technical talk in live real time. Uh, you can do so today by becoming a patron. Patreon.com slash ID Club. The $5 tier gets you access to everything. You can listen live. You can comment live. You get all the access to the podcast when they come out. The $3 tier, well, you're listening immediately after it's done but you uh you obviously can't listen live uh so yeah patreon.com slash id club we appreciate everyone's patronage plus as jack mentioned we have the nebraska ball pod they come up on sundays and then we're going to be trying to do a lot more different things you know football season was was a very special beast uh but we're going to try to do some different I, stuff moving forward uh now that we're going into our wednesday night podcast i believe so patreon.com slash i80 club sorry to talk over you there josh i believe we're scheduled next wednesday to do our first be kind, Husker Rewind. Unless we have an interview that jumps in there in front of it. Uh huh. And but we got I, we got some uh, recommendations from the folks. We just got to lock yep. down which one we're going to do. We are, our board members are uh, giving. Uh, we're we're letting uh, board members actually pick the games that we're doing. So we've we've got to work through some of the suggestions. But maybe we can announce that on Saturday, Josh. We we can figure out which one that we're doing next. Perfect. Wednesday. So that'll be awesome. That we'll do those Wednesday. Maybe maybe we'll try and start at eight, kind of when we did tonight, eight or maybe a little after. Um, there might be some nights when I'm just getting in after eight, uh, but roughly the same time as we've been doing these. So yeah, that'll be the plan for, uh, for next Wednesday. Be kind Husker Rewind. We've, we've, uh, Spencer said I've never rewatched, you know, it was funny, Josh, because in the boardroom discussion that, that we were having, a lot of people had no idea what we write BKHRW. A lot of people had no idea what it is, which makes total sense. Cause we haven't done it on here since, uh, August at this point. I was going to say July or August. It's different. been a long time. Yeah. Yes. So, be kind, Husker Rewind. What what that is is we take an old uh, old Husker game, we show it, show the video of it here in the club. We go, we do it actually in one of the video rooms, and and then Josh and I we turn down the sound on it, and Josh and I just kind of it's kind of like the Manning cast, but for an old game that happened. And so we discuss it, we read your chats during it, we watch it together. Uh, it's it's been really fun to do in the past. Uh, we either, sometimes we watch games that we know pretty well. Sometimes we watch games that we haven't watched hardly since the game happened, uh, and discover a whole lot of things about them. Some, I mean, Josh, a ton of them are just hilarious because old football can be funny for a variety of reasons. Oh, dude. And, and, you know, not to, to bring up the old wound of a couple seconds ago and Matt's comment about our recording, but one of the saddest things is that the, uh, double feature 1988 Oklahoma and Oklahoma state games did not get recorded correctly because that was one of my favorite ones we did all summer long as we were, especially because we were just waiting and waiting and waiting for the broken leg, Yes, waiting and waiting and waiting for the broken leg. So uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's actually, for those of you who don't know the kind of history of Jack and I doing this podcast together, it started with Be Kind Husker Rewind back in the old days. And Josh says, I remember the very first one, 94, 95 Miami. Uh, Gino Jalapeno says, Be Kind is the primary reason why I signed up last July. So yeah, 
that's kind of like you want to talk about patient zero of the podcast. That is is why we are doing what we're doing. So uh, it'll be very cool to get to could, to do it more in the offseason. Jacob did, by the way, Jack, I don't know if you saw us. Any chance there's a basketball version of Be Kind Husk Rewind with Loving knows it's Sunday game version come springtime. I just looked it up. There is that game on YouTube. It's 54 minutes, which is our sweet spot that we want the games to be is anything under like 90 minutes, but especially like an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. So this is essentially right in that sweet spot. So that would be perfect. Uh, sorry, I was pulling up the old YouTubes of – so we do have the – I think we have the one with audio. We have Notre Dame 2000. That one's that on – That was one of the first ones we did when we restarted That one's on YouTube. It. So you can get – so if you are um, – I posted a link. I, it's a hidden link, but I think I could share it. So you guys can get an idea of what it's like. Um, yeah, I might I might try and post that on the Patreon so you guys who haven't seen it can watch it and get an idea of what these are going to be like. Uh, I've got the 2000 Notre Dame one. But – that Oklahoma, the other one that was really funny that we didn't get recorded, Josh, and we almost should just do them again, uh, was the what ninety five Kansas State game? Was that it? Do, I thought we posted that one. Did that one not go through either? No, there's only one. There's only two up here that I can see. It's the we have the Oklahoma Oklahoma State one, but it's only my audio, uh, and then we have the uh, the Notre Dame two thousand one. So I don't know if we oh, have okay. the K the K State one was hilarious because their offense was so desperately bad. Against the Nebraska we have defense. the audio of the in the podcast feed of the Kansas State game. That, that one is available. Okay, because remember we were having some video issues for a while too, just with the, the copyright laws and whatnot. Okay, I am more than I am. Uh, that would be awesome to do the uh, the basketball one uh, at some yeah. point. That'd be cool too. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd All be right, fun. There you go. All right. That so yeah, is uh, patreon.com slash ID club. We'll be doing Be Kind Husk Rewind. We'll be doing NFL stuff. We got all sorts of uh, content coming your way moving forward. Let's go. What's the Discord server? You Look get access this. to all that for $3 or $5 a month. More and more content, and your price doesn't change. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. Goodbye, podcasters. Uh, join us live next time. We miss you.